Spring training coverage presented by Kona Big Wave. Live from Salt yeah, yeah. River Fields at Talking Stick. Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports 98.7 and the Arizona Sports app. All right, welcome back to Salt River Fields. It is Wolf and Luke Burns and Gambo are out here as well starting at 2 o'clock. And Wolf, we are uh, pleased to be joined right now by Paul Seawald. Yeah. What's up, guys? What's going on, Paul? What's going on, Paul? This is a good way to watch the game. I like it. About <laughs> yeah, <this is> pretty- <laughs> we just have you comment on what's going on out there for the next 10 minutes. Um, we just had Joe Mantiply up here, and we were talking about last season and when everything kind of clicked for this team. It really started with the bullpen, and it really started with you and Kevin Ginkle. <laughs> Ginkle took off, and you got here. Um, so maybe, in a weird way, you don't have the perspective of what it was, obviously, before you got here. But but how, how smooth was that transition for you? Well, it wasn't smooth. You know, we lost the first nine games once I got over. That so that was true. not smooth. <laughs> but that wasn't the bullpen's fault. Well, it was my fault for the first one, so that was unfortunate. <laughs> but we, uh, we started to pick it up a little bit and had a – and just kind of – I think – and this is what they told me when they came over. We just want you to do your own thing and let everybody slide in. And people started to realize exactly what their roles were. And when you know your role, it's a lot easier to perform. If you think you're going in maybe the fifth inning or maybe the ninth and you don't know on that given day, it's hard, really hard to know exactly who you're going to match up with, how to be ready, that sort of thing. And then – you know, I just got here and kind of it just moved down. Gink went to aid, and and you know Thompson came in shortly after. He was in the seventh, and everyone kind of realized like, okay, this is what I'm going to pitch. This is I'll make sure that I'm ready when my name's called. Paul, just how different is it truly to be a closer? And when did you know you had the mindset to be a closer? You know, I don't treat it differently. You know, I really treat it as I try it. I'm just a pitcher, and I happen to pitch. You know, the ninth inning and. I'm trying to put up a zero, whether you know I'm pitching in a blowout game in the fifth or or a one-run game in the ninth. That's kind of how I, I perceive it. Now others, you know, others don't handle it nearly as well, and so maybe that's where you know, I just am wired a little bit differently than most people, and that's why I think I'm successful in that role. But for me, I'm just trying to throw a zero no matter what, whether it's a blowout game, whether I'm trying to get work in, whether you know it's a one-run game and I've thrown you know back-to-back nights. It's you know I just try and go out there and compete more so than anything. Would you say you embrace the pressure or just you don't acknowledge it. Um, you know, I maybe not acknowledge would be good. You know, you just can't even think about it. I just going out there and, and just trying to get the job done as quickly as possible. And um, you start thinking about, well, I have the ninth inning to make sure the game is closed, to make sure we win the National League Championship Series. That, you know, that moment <laughs> would get a little bit big for you. So I think I just try to simplify it as much as, hey, who am I facing? What's my game plan? Go out there and, and execute. Right. We're talking to Paul Seawald. All right, Paul, so when you're not pitching and you know you're not going to pitch in the game, how are you watching these games just in general? Because, I mean, it's you've got some new to, uh, new potential teammates, I should say, out here too. Uh, I'm kind of just taking in the sights and sounds of Salt River Fields yeah. and, you know, <laughs> occasionally watching a pitcher or two is kind of the way it goes. But, um, yeah, you know, it's just everything, everybody's working on something. So, like, I'm not going to watch Eddie today and kind of take away, oh, like, this is what he looked like. He's working on something specific. That's, you know. We brought him over. He's got 10 years of service time. Like, I'm not going to watch him like I would watch him during the game. And I'm not going to watch them get at-bats like they normally get at-bats during the season because, you know, there's just nothing. There's it, The circumstances are so different in spring training than they are from the regular season. There's no scouting reports. Everyone kind of just goes out there, and they're kind of trying to work on something. Or, you know, you have some guys who are working on something, some who are just totally competing, and they're at different levels of how ready they are. And so you just get this drastic change in well, like, why did our ace give up six runs in the first inning? And it's just one of those things that um, you try not to take too much value in any of it. Paul, where do you think you need to get better as a player, if yeah. at all? Oh, I definitely need to get better. Uh, that's There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, 
I have found what I do really well, throwing fastballs at the top and sweeping sliders, but I can always be better at that, right? I am not – my baseball savant page is not totally red. It's red a lot, but it's not as red as we would like right. it to be. Can I throw more strikes? Absolutely. Can I throw more OO strikes and 1-1 strikes to get ahead of people? Yes. Marty with the leadoff triple. There we go. <laughs> just a triple, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> See, even Paul was distracted. Well, it is distracting. When Marty hits the ball that hard, it's distracting. <laughs> and a triple's always distracting. Yeah, so it's, it's always fun. When you're when you're on offense. Yeah, that's it's Yeah, so for me, it's about making sure I'm throwing more strikes. Um, I can always be better at throwing OO strikes, one one strikes, and getting ahead of guys. That's you know, that's what we all need to do. I am decent at it, but I can always be better at that. Um, we're going to try and throw some change-ups here in spring training and yeah. see if we can kind of find another pitch that I can utilize against lefties. Um, I'm obviously much more deceptive against righties and had and have more success yeah. against them. I have plenty of success against lefties with how I throw, but if I could be a little bit better, then I, that would obviously be a bonus. Uh, we have some pretty you know, incredible left-handed hitters in our division. It would be nice to kind of throw a third pitch in there as I face them for the – 10th, 12th time in my yes, career. right. You are, and I remember, we're talking to Paul Sewell, I remember we talked to you on the phone, I think it was during the playoffs, and you were pretty straightforward. You, you weren't giving up any runs, and you're like, look, this is this is what I throw, and I'm yep. going to throw this. And then as <laughs> a show, we were Which like, do we, do we need to delete that? So the other team, but then we watched it, and you kept doing it. It kept being effective. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not up there to fool anybody, obviously. Everyone, uh, everyone in the league knows these are my two pitches. This is how I get people out. Uh, righty, lefty, everyone knows. So it's not really a secret, you know, there's scouting reports. You're like, oh, I found this on somebody. There's, you know, they didn't find it. They, no, nothing's <laughs> found off of me. Everyone knows this is what I do. It's just a matter of executing, and that's, you know, that's what I go back to. Can I be in the strike zone more often early so that I can go to two strikes and then I can expand and make the hitter expand and, and be more successful? That's where I need to get better is that I just need to throw more strikes when I, when I early in the count when I need to so that I can throw strikes later if I, ha- if I, if I want to. Paul, how much better can these young guys get? I've been asking everybody that has come up here. How much better can these guys get because of what happened last year? Yeah, I just think some people found found what their peak potential can maybe look like, right? People like Alec Thomas who, you know, played his best brand of baseball in the postseason. Yeah, so right. maybe he maybe he realizes, okay, this is this is where I need to be more consistently. I need to be this kind of player more consistently. Um that's kind of that's what everyone needs to figure out is but how, it's like how you can gotta we, see yourself do it, don't you? Yeah, it's hard right? to it's hard to think you know, and all of us have had this you know question is like, well, what is my peak potential? And until you see really what it looks like, it's hard to believe it. Uh, but we had a lot of guys be very successful in the biggest moments, so they just need everyone needs to take that and run with it and say, okay, I did that. I did that for a month. How can I do that for five out of the six months? That's really where if everyone can be their best for five out of six months. Yep. We're going to get that seventh month of baseball and, and have a chance to win again. Paul Seawald's joining us. Paul, I, I would have, I would imagine everybody handles expectations individually differently, but as a, as a team, obviously you collectively have to get that. I mean, that's a play at the plate as I'm asking wow. the questions. Are, are you <laughs> kidding me? That was, quite, the that was quite the was throw right awesome. there. That was fantastic. Was. Yeah, where did that come from? Um, I don't even remember though, what right? I was asking. It looked he looked safe from left field where okay, I'm sitting. Right, yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. We have the best angle from here, and he oh was safe. Oh my yeah. goodness! <laughs> I think that's all three of us saying he's safe, so that counts, right? Um, as far as expectations, though, Paul, I mean, to get everybody on the team on the same page, that's that's not just a given. I would imagine you have to be kind of intentional about that. Yeah, you know, I was on a team last year that came into spring training with high expectations. Uh, that e word it can be so can be so scary during spring training, and and. Um, you know, it's just it's important to it's important to realize that the Diamondbacks didn't leave Salt River Fields last year thinking, 
our expectations are to win three more games and win the World Series, right? They they left spring training healthy and a focus of how can we get better every single day. And that's why we had the best record in base in the National League on July 1st. Not because we were thinking about anything more than how can I be the be- very best I can be today? How can I be the very best I can be tomorrow? And that needs to be our point of view and our perspective going into the season this year. Not if we would have won three more games, we'd have been World Series champs. Let's win those three extra games. We're not going to get to that point thinking about what happened in the World Series last year. We're going to get to that point thinking, okay, Paul, what does Paul Sewell need to do to be the best closer he can possibly be today? Go to sleep, wake up, and do the exact same thing over and over again, and then look on October 1st and see where we're at. You know, Paul, it just seems so different. I played football for a long time and in the NFL for 10 years, and, you know, you only play 16 games, yep. 17 games, so it's, ah, you know, you're, yep. you're ready to go, but... Man, you guys, 162 games, and you're always in the grind, and you hear what a mental grind the game of baseball is. What do you do during season to get away from the game, if at all? Do you get away? That's where I think my family's been like, having my daughter was the biggest blessing for a million reasons, but if you want to talk about just for baseball, my ability, I've gotten so much better at baseball because I've been able to turn baseball off when I leave the field and turn it on when I'm coming to the field. I think it's very important for me to be to have that time period where I leave Chase Field and on my, you know, thirty minute drive home, yep. I can decompress Paul Sewell the pitcher and turn into Paul Sewell the dad or or husband. And then when I leave when I leave home, I have thirty minutes to turn on, okay, it is baseball time, like whatever happened, you know, taking my daughter to school, uh playing with the baby, whatever it's going to be, is like, okay, now it's time to lock in. So I think that's been big. That's been really big for me. I've been able to turn off bad outings where, you know, my daughter Chloe doesn't care whether I pitch well or not. She just wants dad to come home. Um, And then even when I do well, it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? It's just turn the page and then just try to get back at it tomorrow. Um, And I think I've become a much better pitcher when I've been able to turn on and turn off baseball mode versus you know i have a bad outing and i'll just i'll just sit on it for you know 48 straight hours until i get back in a game and it goes poorly again so i think that's important for for everybody is trying to figure out their release and my release is is making sure that i have my family there is that i mean it's good perspective you think that's difficult yeah. perspective for guys to find does that take a few years in the league typically yeah i mean i, I you know it turns on for everybody else at different moments. Mine was kind of, I was at a crossroads where I was, you know, am I going to be a 4A guy and, you know, my baseball career is done. And then I kind of turned my life around as far as, you know, becoming a much better pitcher at the exact same time. So it's like chicken or the egg really came with that. But I th- I think a combination of, of having a little success and then having a change in priorities was important for me. Well, Paul, we appreciate the time. Good luck with everything this year, all right? Thanks so for having me, guys. you're here, Absolutely. buddy. Appreciate it.